humans number one, desirable I do what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air, that's how I roll I got tons of soul, I'm a true collective ball Famous, also famous, number one, desirable I do what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air, that's how I roll I got changes, so I don't care about no gold Better, so much better, flipping, incredible Always on the show, so they know that I still got it And I never feel sorry, yeah, it's about the world Hey Untamables, this is author and poet Kiana Danae. I just wanted to send some love to Untamed in this Get Caught Up podcast with Writer Wednesdays. These tips are amazing. They are definitely very relevant in not only the author world, but the business world. And please, please follow and listen to this podcast and get your life together with branding, with um promoting yourself marketing everything all these writer wednesdays tips are the perfect jump start into making yourself promotable making yourself marketable and making yourself uh professional so i'm sending you all love and ink have a great day and now here is your host My background is not up. Give me one second. There you go. I'm like, okay, she'll fix it. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good whatever it is. Just hi. Tonight, I'm by myself, you know, Miss Untamed. The weather is not doing the best. So she had to take a little break. And, you know, she loved being here with Miss Mayhem Mo, but she couldn't do it tonight. But I'm here with Miss Mayhem Mo tonight. And tonight she's not going to be Mayhem Mo because we're not discussing a book with the Mayhem. She's going to be something different. Right. But I want to go ahead and go through the particulars real quick. You know, I got to thank everybody for, you know, their donations and everything else before I get started. Because, you know, I got some questions for Mo as we discuss her fourth book, fifth book, sixth book. Six. Seven. This was the uh, fourth book. This is the fourth book. The fourth book. Okay, so oh, okay, because so it did. We we'll get back into that later. So let me get this started. All right. So welcome to the first episode of 2024 of the Get Caught Up on the Podcast. I am your host tonight, Miss Crystal, and like I said, Untamed is you know fighting this weather that's going on. Like, <clears throat> fighting, fighting it. You know what I'm saying? I hope she see that and think that's funny because that's probably what she's doing. But anyway, before I get started, I want to thank our sponsors, UP, Kiana Danae, XO, JC, KB's Bookshelf, Tyler Landscaping, Jones Pressure Washer, and Lawn Care, and me and my son's Lawn Care. Thank you for all of the no- donations that jiggle and felt. Thank you. All right. So let me read this bio because y'all see who's sitting right here with me. I got it right. It's one of these ways. Y'all see who's sitting here with me, Miss Mo, Miss Mo Flames. So let me just go ahead and read you her bio. Mo Flames writes fun, engaging, romantic fiction. I think you need to add messy to that too. <laughs> 
She is the epitome of passion meets pen. Bubbling with charisma, Mo engages her audience in very unique ways, touching lives with her vivid storytelling. For her, writing is a gift. And having improved her style from a tender age, here we go with this tender age again, she is now pushing the boundaries of suspenseful contemporary romance with spicy precision. Ooh. As an author who flourishes in telling affectionate stories, Mo's every word pulls readers into a spiral of emotions, connecting them to a world full of surreal yet conceivable drama. Besides writing and reading lots of fantasy and suspense romance books, Mo enjoys traveling, playing games like The Sims. I need to play with you because I, I started it and you know I definitely want to finish doing it. Watching Criminal Minds, I watched that with my son. It's crazy. And listening to R&B songs. I do that with my daughter. See, that's why we get along so much. You know, we just, we intertwine, we intertwine. She is also an avid community volunteer and enjoys handcrafting in her spare time. Mo Flames currently resides in Atlanta, Georgia with her supportive husband and her adorable daughter. Y'all, her daughter is adorable. Like that's that's my that's my B-Day twin. She is definitely adorable. So I love to say this. Miss Mo Flames, welcome to the UP hot seat. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me back. Happy New Year. I miss Happy you, Montana. When you see this, I miss you, miss you, miss you. I was so ready to cut up with you, but I know we man, yeah, Georgia was getting it. Georgia was getting yeah. it last night. I mean, between the lightning, thundering, flooding everywhere. I'm surprised wow. I have power right now, but I'm um, thankfully, you know, we're able to uh, have this time to uh, chat. But I missed you on team, and um, don't worry, we got a year ahead. I am pretty sure I'm gonna come back to get caught up. So don't worry, we'll have another of, chance. Of course, of course. Yeah, like I'm you sure. now, you you know how when you go over people's house all the time, and you be like, "Girl, you ain't company. Go get your stuff. You ain't company no more." <laughs> I hope not. You are not company no more. So you know. You company when you first come. If you'd have been here more than once, you ain't company no more. So you right. pass being company. You probably can go ahead and host the show for us once. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't mind being a guest host. Be like, hey, Auntie, hey. hey, come here. There, there you go. Yep. <laughs> you hear that, Auntie? She she said she'll do it. She'll do it. You know, we always like that'll probably be kind of cool. That'll probably be kind of cool. I like that. I like that. Let me know. Now. You know, we got this new segment on here called it, Get It Off Your Chest. Yes. And it can be a rant, a rage, something positive. Whatever you feel you want to get off your chest, get it off your chest. Let's see. Do I have something from last year? Man. Oh. All I know is the Ravens better come through and take us to the Super Bowl this year. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. My Baltimore. That's all she know. Come through, come through. I mean, that's not that's not really a rant. That's more of a wish because I came up. I was on Facebook today, and on mm -hmm. my page, it said, "I think I had it saved." And it was like, "Yeah, the Ravens going to the Super Bowl," and I was like, "Oh my God, is this not a sign?" So that's my rant. That's that's my thing. I'm gonna need them to do it. They gotta buy. They got some time. So in two weeks, two weeks. You Baltimore Ravens fan, we need all the good juju, all the good energy. All, we hey, we need that. we need that Steelers win, but we need a win now to get through the playoffs because we can get to the we get to the chip, the championship. 
We get to the, the championship. Yep, that's what we used to call it when I was in high school when they went to the ship. They ain't yeah. even say the whole word. It's just time. Let's we going to the ship. We going to the ship. That's all they used to say. That's all I got. That is it. I've learned this the first this what we on the seventh eighth day of the year. I'm mm. Mm, yeah we 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 there we there we there. So I'm gonna try to start with a little positive, and my rent is positive because I want my team to win. I'm gonna start with some some royalty stuff. So. I got you. I got you. So yeah. well, you know, I told you the other day, um, and I told Untamed, and you know, she kind of laughed at me because I don't know how to do this, so this is gonna be new. So for 2020, well, 2020, see, that's how I'm already starting off doing that. It's full of crap, but I'm gonna try this. Yeah, I'm going, going back because I know it's full of crap. But in 2024, I told myself, and I shared with Untamed, and I also shared with Mo, that I'm going to make this my soft girl era. I don't know what the hell that is, but I'm going to work on it. You did. I'm rough around the edges, you guys. And I say that I'm not I'm not a girly girl, like, at all. I, I'm not a girly girl at all. But, you know, like, last year, I got into makeup. I also got into perfume. I actually just ordered some perfume um, and yesterday, and it's coming on the 11th. I'm so excited. It's a new scent I love. Yeah. It's the Flower Bomb by Victor um, and Roloff. Ooh, that's <gasps> different. I only smell that once. Mm. Yeah, I like Flower Bomb. So, yeah, my daughter has gotten me into perfume. So, yeah, I'm starting to get into my soft girl era. But, you know, as a new author writing, I've learned that I ain't soft at all. Not from our conversation, you're not. Not from our conversation, you're not, ma'am. I'm not a softer. Yeah, there's a place for you, and it's not in romance, you guys. I can tell you that right there. I can't. I love to read it, but writing it, I'd be like, yeah, can't do it. But (laughs) mm -mm, can't do it. So something I want to get off my chest and twenty and today in 2024 on this day is. I posted in our Facebook group on Sunday that we're always making New Year's resolutions to make changes to ourselves. How about in 2024, we just be ourselves? Stop saying you're making a change. If you're making a change, that's fine. You're making a change. But saying you're making a change just to be a better you. Not, And I know that's what you're doing, but just be yourself. And so it's more not, uh, it's not a rant. It's not a rave. I do have some rant and raves, and I'm going to keep that for later because... I see some stuff and I'm not a fan of it. I don't like it at all. Oh, and you know, I lied. I, lied when I'm, I do got a rant. Oh, well, then you know what? That's all I had to say. That's all I had to say. So, soft girl air and be yourself. But go ahead and what you got to say? Them damn pirates. I'm going to need y'all to stop stealing people's books. Yes. Let's I'm talk need about y'all that. To stop yes. these books. Stop going. If you are a reader and you're supporting authors, indie authors, okay, mm-hmm. okay, traditional public, traditional authors too, but first and foremost, us independent authors, indie authors. Yes. Stop stealing from us. Stop going to these pirated sites that you know. If you don't know, you don't know. But if you know, it's a pirate. And then say you did it and it's have the audacity to say you did it. Say you did it. Yep. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Stop right now. 
Because that make me want to come up off my soft girl yeah. era real you quick. Said you did it. Go buy the book. I'm not talking about the ebook. Go buy the physical book. Go support that indie author if they have. And matter of fact, if you did it, go buy a couple of their books. Because that's not right. That is not. It's right. not. You it's getting a whole book for free. To know how many author friends of mine posted on Sunday that their books were posted yes. on the site. That was sickening. I I saw that. Actually, I went in and searched some people and I was shocked that people came up. But like you're saying, and I've seen people saying that people were like, oh, I read from that. Like, why would you even say that? I'm going to just say this. And this is just me. And this is something I feel like as a blogger, I'm big on, even if I wasn't a blogger, being a reader, I'm big on knowing the business mm -hmm. and knowing more than just, if I'm here reading and sharing your work, I need to know more of what it's doing for the authors besides just sharing your work and getting more people to read it. So I'm going to do my research, right. but this is the thing I definitely want to say. I have so many authors who send me books and I appreciate every last one of y'all. Like I, you just do not understand how much I appreciate you. I'm going to tell you how much I appreciate you. You send me the book for free and I still go buy an ebook. Exactly. That's how much I appreciate it because I'm, you know, I go to authors pages and I like literally when I see that authors are putting stuff on their page first on their sites, I go there first before yeah. I even go to Amazon because I'm here to support you guys, not just reading your books and giving reviews. It's also the support. It's probably sickening how much money I spend in books. Yeah, and, and it's okay because I do too. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's probably sickening. And then last year, going to them events, it's probably double sickening, probably triple sickening. <laughs> probably because I know Miss House event, I left with a huge suitcase. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I had a huge, <laughs> a huge suitcase. So yeah. it's it's probably sickening. But I just want to say, if you're going to support and read, and if if you're going to do something wrong, everybody don't need to know your business. But if you everybody don't, don't need write the ship, that's why I said write the ship. Write it. Those that is right. Write it. Those authors by going and getting their books. Now you go yes. and you pay for the books. You go and get the ebook and or go and get the physical copies. Support what they're doing. It is hard earned work. It's blood. It's hard out here for years. We're not doing it for free. We give it to you for free on certain days when we go ahead and yes. different promotions. That's the time you can get it when we're saying, hey, this is a promotion that I'm throwing. This is your opportunity to get my book for free. Not when it's a pirated site saying, hey, here, download this for free. If you don't see any of these authors actually doing it and saying it's this. Don't do it. Promoting, promoting it. Don't do it. That's how yeah. That it's not our sites because none of us are on the site. That's how you know. So if you're watching this get get caught up podcast or you're seeing this part or you're hearing it, know that it is wrong. That is a rant, but it is a fact. You don't it's see a fact. authors' names anywhere on those sites saying that this is my book for free. You can have it. It is a pirated site. Don't do it. Just don't. That's how you can support us by not supporting that site. Report it. If Thank you. Thank you, because they don't know how much ISBN number costs. They oh don't know God. how much covers cost. They don't know how much Editor. it costs to get a copyright, to get it edited, yeah. to get it proofreaded. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. Right. And then your guys are coming out of your pocket with all that. And some authors don't even make that money back. Hello. And then when you're not making it back and then for somebody to be using your stuff and putting it out there for free, 
It's sickening. That part is sickening. That's do you know how many authors wrote that they felt sick to their stomachs? That I it believe it. Whole, I, I saw mean, it. Whole catalogs out there. Do you know mm -hmm. except two weren't on there? All my That's crazy. Weren't on there. I sent them a cease and desist right away. Uh, and I'm checking. And then there's another, there's a website to help us get it down. I, I signed up with them and hopefully I'll be able to find out there are other sites out there. But it's so unacceptable. So unacceptable. They, they should be able to be sued because you guys are copyright. Your stuff, your books yeah. are copyrighted. Yeah, that's stealing. Yeah, that's stealing. Like, that's just crazy. Okay. So, you know that's what? Let's go. <laughs> yes, that was it. So just that I love that part. You know, maybe I'll tell on Tame to post that part, you know, to pull people in to see the whole art the evening. But anyway, like I said, it's the new year, it's 2024, 2023. You was out in them streets, you know, you were doing events, you were writing, you know. I, I got a chance to be around you. Let me tell you something. If you guys are new to writing. Cheat Mo is definitely somebody to be in your corner, especially when you're doing characters. You know, I stare at people, but being around Mo, Mo stare stare at people, and like <laughs> she be like you be staring staring. And but then you want to know what I figured? I finally found out why. So I went to an event with her, and like I said, we were at a coffee shop. Hello, Black Coffee ATL. Black Coffee ATL. If you live in ATL, definitely check them out. They are so bomb. On Jonesboro Road, though. On Jonesboro Jones, Road. Yep, yep, that one. Go to the one on Jonesboro Road. But Mo showed me what it is like to get character development. And I appreciate her that much. Because, like I said, now I stare at people and my child be like, you need to stop staring at people. Girl, you don't know why I'm staring at them. <laughs> but, you know, it gives you a sense of there you can see their mannerisms you know what they look like you know how they're acting in certain situations i mean just like it was one girl that came in y'all she came in and she sat down and it's so funny by then i started staring at people so me and most starting at the same person y'all she was gorgeous yeah the one with the blonde hair yes and, and i still follow her on instagram <laughs> yeah see and that's so funny so like nowhere so yeah so that's how you know if you're looking definitely you know Mo, I'm putting, telling people to slide in your DM, but you need help with figuring out characters. Talk to Mo. She yeah, got you. Yeah, it's called. It's called yeah, it's she called definitely got it. Yeah, character muses, character inspos. Yeah, we found a book bay during um Alexandria House's weekend. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and he was sitting over there minding his own, minding his business. own business, but. Peep that dude out when he walked through the you and door. I both because we saw the yeah because we were looking at the door <laughs> we can see the and door. you want to know what's so funny because every time I go places I always want to see the door and everybody's like why because you don't know what's gonna walk in hello you, you, you want, know we right here together you know we right yeah here you don't know what's gonna walk in but that man good golly yeah we'll get a story when he get his story I'm hitting him up like hey sir. Here's your story. Just want to let you know I wasn't playing. Here's your and story. the thing, you guys, he wasn't like the for him to have a table full of women just like kiki ha ha giggling. That <laughs> man wasn't paying us no attention because we literally was sitting right next to him. He wasn't paying us no attention. And then like he took a time and sat and talked to us afterwards and everything. But good gosh, that man was gorgeous. Yes, he was. Mm, yeah, mm. a tall drink of water. That was book, he, he definitely he it's definitely awesome. was he definitely was 
but you know, like I said, it's a new year. You you drop in new books, drop yeah. some books in um the end of the year, and you know, working on dropping some more. So, but let me just ask, you know, we always ask, how are you? Like, you good? You know, we know the storm is down there, but how are you? How is Mo Flames? I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's that's where the flames come from. Not crotch. Not for crotch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like I, I, I am on fire as far as my creativity. These um, these characters won't stop talking. Um, like you said, I released two books at the end of the year, and mm-hmm. the, two the year just sparked. It dropped. It dropped some. What you would call it started the. It started, it was a catalyst for some more things to go on. Um, yes. Enough series. I left things undone, but, or not saying undone, but there were stories that still had to be told, which those stories will happen. Um, people didn't want to hear about it, but Troy's redemption story is coming out first. So but I'm going to hear about it. I want to hear about it. Yes, exactly. But then there were uh, two other things that, like I said, came out at the end of uh, last year that, yeah, they, they those things needed to happen. So my brain is just like firing off, like, get this out. The characters are like talking and they're saying, Hey, don't forget about me. And this story what about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that mayhem. This hey, the 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 minor series, I think will sometimes I feel like be the palate cleanser throughout this year. I agree. But, I agree. But yeah, it's a lot of mayhem going on in Atlanta right now. It's so much chaos. Well, that's why you mayhem mo, because you definitely, you definitely be doing it. Now, you just said that, um, because I don't want to kind of ask you the same questions we always ask, because you've been back more than once. You know, you ain't company no more. So I got to get a little bit more into your business. But you basically said that they're always talking. When the characters are always talking like that, what do you do? Do you let them keep on talking? Do you say, oh, wait, wait, let me jot that down and then put it to the side? Like, what is your, you know, what what do you do for that? Exactly what you just said. I have to jot it down. I have... Uh, right now, three composition notebooks. Uh, because, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I have three composition notebooks, and I have an uh, electronic. Um, I guess you say Bible. Um, right. I use Livener, and I have Milanote. So Milanote keeps my mm-hmm. families together because now there are more more families involved in this. This from Derek, Mary, and Desiree because we have the Carters. We now have the Morettis. Uh, we have the Winters. <laughs> So, and there's a new family coming um, that introduces themselves into the mix. So I keep all that stuff together. And so whenever someone starts to talk louder, I'm like, okay, it's not your turn. But I have to write down what they say because it's literally something that's probably popping off in the book. They're like, but I need to say what I need to say because it's probably going to help this book. And because things are happening around the same time. Like I told you, remember when the Enough series happened, other things were were also transpiring and in right. the beginning. So I have to keep up with all the stuff that's going on. So I'm constantly writing down what happened afterwards. You know, once Desiree and Derek got married, after that, what happened? What's going on with Troy and Mia? Because that's still going. And now we have the band. The band is going on. So now that the band is, is moving things along, everybody's like, but wait, what about Peaches? When <laughs> Peaches got stuff going on. So, yeah. so I, it's, it's- I definitely understand that. Um, I haven't published anything. I have finished one. I'm working on another, but then I've come up with, I see covers and I'm like, Ooh, 
a story pops in my head or like you said that constant talking and then sometimes i'm sitting there like are they talking to me is this something i read so if and then another thing i've learned so let me just ask you this if you okay because like i said my brain ain't the best sometimes but if you hear them saying the same thing more than once do you feel like that should be in the story if it helps the story if it helps okay. the story or if it's part of the character's traits like it could be you. a character telling me this is me this is who i am i may just write because if it's a repetitive thing then that's the character's trait that's something they need me to keep up with for them you know and that has happened there there was something that's oh wait that popped up more than once is this who you're going to right do? so i had to write that down is remember that like you have to write that down because when it's their turn they're going to do this more than once so this is going to come up again so that's that's a good question because that that has happened to me before where a character just popped back up again and i was like oh, mm -hmm. because this is probably more than likely going to show up and they're going to do it again and that's just that's the again trait that's just their trait or that's just something uh, uh, what I think as authors, and if you're in your bag and you know what you're doing now as you're writing, you learn that their flaw, their character flaws, their character traits, their character ticks, their quirks, and you just learn to write that down. That's something you expect that character to do, or it could be just their thing that they may do to another character. You know, that's kind of me. Yeah. Mia. I figured out Mia was one of those ones that I, I picked it up right away. I'm like, Mia, you're real funny. Like, girl, you really know how to be a, a, a snob and then kind of uh, snooty and then treat people a certain way. But you're also loyal to a fault, you know. So I had to write those things down for her, you know, because she's definitely. And that's true. Yeah. That's definitely true. And that's good to know because, like I said, the right, and I have a part, you know, I have stuff that just come up in my head. Now, if I hear it two times, I'm like, oh, write that down because they just said it more than once and you're not listening. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good thing that you definitely want to do. Now, like I said, you've been in the author business for minutes. Yeah. And you know, you guys, when, you know, black folks and their minutes be can be more than one minute, minutes, yeah. you know, like a few can be more than three with us. So as an author who's been in it for a minute, like what have you learned now that you did not know when you first started? Um. Wow. Well, I'm going to say this because before I was under a small press, I tell mm -hmm. you, I have more of my flexibility to do what I want under my own company. Um, right. I can pretty much release when I want to. Um, there's nothing holding me back, you know, that I, I really have a lot of flexibility, but I have to also, it's a lot of power with that, but I also have a lot of responsibility with that, being mindful right. of what I'm putting out, you know, that I want quality all the time. You know, as I'm, as I'm getting further into this, I realize there are things that, hey, I could have done a little bit better. So like you said, what did I learn? Okay, there's a it's a it's important to have a really good editor. And I'm thankful that I've had a great editing team so far. Um and just just really marketing. Marketing is huge, you know. Um I, I think those are the two biggest things for any author author is your editing and your marketing. Yeah. Now we do have some authors out here. I feel like they don't have to market people. They post saying I'm about to drop a book and people buying it. But you know, for ones who doesn't, they do have to do that marketing. So yeah, that is definitely huge. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to spend time and really getting to, and I, and that's something I'm learning too. I, I, I have to engage more. I really have to get out here and it's not necessarily face to face, just being 
present, consistent. I know I'm very consistent showing up in my group, cutting up in my group. But, right. um, <laughs> but you know, there's other places readers like us to be. And, you know, I'm trying to make sure I'm showing up in those places. But for right now, I really am, am, I really am focused on getting the work done. So I'm really focused on my books, getting the stories completed. So sometimes I disappear because that's most important to me. If I, if I can, as long as I'm writing that book and getting those stories done, then that's where my head is at more than trying to be right. all the time. So, but I know you really do have to engage with the readers because they want to hear from us too. They want, what are you writing? What do you get rid of? What are you getting ready to give us? And not for nothing, I do try to share a lot in my newsletter. So if you're not in my newsletter, make sure you're signed up for my VIP insiders list. That was, that was my shameless plug. So no shame. That's what we're here for. Plug yourself away. Yeah, make sure you sign up for that so you can stay in the know because that's usually where I'm dropping all of my hints. So telling you guys what I'm working on, where I'm gonna be, you know, and you get sneak peeks, you get the back, you know, behind the scenes stuff that I'm working on before anybody else anyway. So um that's the best way to stay connected. I love that. So, you know, you said something. I, this question was in my head and then you said something. So I was like, OK, she said it. I can kind of lead into it. So you said that you're in groups. How important to you is it to have a group of people helping you or being in your space as far as writing? Community is the most important thing. I think if there was another part of giving a new writer advice, get in with the buddy. Yes. I don't feel you can do this by yourself. You can't. Writing is a, a, a lone task. No one can write your books for you by all means. It's time for you to write. You got to write alone. You can have someone uh, accountability, do it together, sprints and stuff. We call it sprinting. Um, but your stories are you yours by yourself. You got to get that done. But a community, people that you can trust to be honest with you about what you're doing, share and not be the crabs in the barrel feeling like, oh, we can't share with you because we feel if we share with you, you're not, you're going to take, you know, take from us really trying to put yourself, put, place yourself around like-minded people that are going to yes. help be, you know, you're helping each other. You put a step here. I put a step here. You put a step here. You you, you get what I'm saying? I think right. that's the most important thing for anybody to be inside of a community. And I, and I am in a few, um, I started one myself for a few authors uh, to help them out that are new and, and shy and aren't comfortable in bigger groups. And then I'm I'm in bigger groups. I'm in one that's well over hundred. I'm I think there might be up a hundred thousand. Then if there's not a hundred thousand, oh, wow. fifty thousand of us. I know it's just a lot of us in there. And right, you get sucked in, but you get a lot of information. So much information, and but it's so many of us in there doing this, learning about being an indie author, there's no wrong way to get your book out. To be honest with you, there's really no wrong way. Your If your book is published, it's published. It's <laughs> well, published. That is true. Number, it's published. I mean, it's out for the world, you know, and I mean, when that I say is true. Wrong way, meaning there's ways to make it better. You know what I mean? It's just ways to make it better. But once you hit publish, it is for the world to see your work. And it's just you can find a way to um, take care of your your errors that are in it and fix that. But there's no wrong way. You just what whatever where your passion lies and, and your story needs to be told. Tell your story. That is true. So what is the toughest lesson you learned being an author? Well, that goes back to my old days. Not reading them contracts. <laughs> <laughs> not reading them contracts. <laughs> I mean, I'm keeping it a hundred. 
not reading them contracts. Right. You don't, if you sign the contract, you need to have hey, prepaid legal is out here. Have a have a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to hook you up with someone to read a contract. I mean, that was probably the hardest lesson I had to learn that don't sign on the line unless you understand what you're writing, what you're signing off, you know, um, if you're signing off your rights to something. Um, and that's what I did. I, I signed my rights for a very long time. <laughs> you know, it took me a while to get them back. So um, there's yeah, some no. sneaky people out here. Don't think just because they're trying to bring you on. Some people are definitely sneaky. I can, yeah, people are sneaky. I, I mean, I just look at it this way. Karma. Oh, yeah, when, absolutely. Karma, I, I, when I, people I, do stuff I, wrong, I, it come back on them. Yeah, as I've learned these last couple of years, since I since now that I'm back and I'm out as an independent author, I don't speak about that situation. Mm -hmm. I, don't give, I don't give it the energy. Talk about the person. There's no need to because whatever is going to happen will happen because right that, that that has happened there's nothing i could do to to change it there's nothing i need to do because whatever is meant to be because that vent, i would say vengeance is not mine you know there's just and, and i can't right that is true that is true i can't get back those years karma's just gonna do with that what karma's supposed to do so that's all it is that is true okay so i got one more question before we go to break and then you come back and we talk about love and a minor. So yeah. my last question is one word. What is one word that you would say? I'm not even going to say one word. I'm going to give you uh, three words. Ooh. What are three words that you will say to an aspiring author? Mm. Three words. Don't give up. <laughs> That's, That's good though. That's don't good because some people up. be wanting to do it. Some people yeah, be wanting to do it. Don't give up. I mean, I I just don't think you if if this is where you want to be and this is what it keeps calling you. I mean, I I I've always said the story when people have asked me, you said the tender age. <laughs> That tender age. I'm so serious about that tender age, man. If you ever get to meet my cousin, she'll tell you I walked around with this yellow pad rewriting stories all the time. Tender um, age. That tender age. If it's in you, it's waking you up in the middle of the night. It's waking you up first thing in the morning. It, it's not letting you sleep. It is something that you're telling people, I got to do. There's a story in me. I got to get out. And it doesn't matter if it's a nonfiction story, if it's your story, if it's whatever story mm -hmm. not let anything keep you from getting it out dr miles monroe said that there are people there's the, guess what there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are in that graveyard over there 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 you know books there are all kinds of things in that graveyard because people die with it like i don't have the right. exactly right but you know what i'm saying people have right. died all of their ideas because they were afraid they thought nobody wanted to hear it they didn't think it was good enough um whatever it might have been something stopped them from doing it maybe it was that they fell on their face maybe it was because someone took it from them but don't give up if, if it's for you fight 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 Figure i like that but don't so most said don't give up you guys don't give up okay so we're gonna take a break and when we come back I'm going to read the synopsis to Love in a Minor. And then Mo is going to read us some of the book. And then we're going to get into some questions. Okay? So we'll be right back.
This one gon' feel good to you. Like this. Slip into a dress, heels to match, cup to breast, cocoa butter on my body. Bet that do the rest, body or behind my ear. I know where he like it at. Hairpin' up or let it hang. Really ain't decided yet. I see he opted for the butterscotch leather clogs, navy slacks, and a button down dripping sauce. Smelling like a grown man should by this paper and spreading love back to the hood. He know the way I'm feeling him, ain't leaving no doubt. Best believe that he protecting me, ain't chasing for clout. Even though he stay up in it, tonight we going out. Show you how we do it down here in the south. Kisha Beauty, embracing the power of self-love in conjunction with 50 Shades of Success. While 50 Shades of Success works on the inside, let Kisha Beauty work on the outside, adding a little sparkle, pop, and shine with Kisha Lips, pamper your skin with Kisha Body, and let's not forget accessories with Kisha Girl. Find us on Instagram. Looking for a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered. From apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com where comfort meets a piece of style. And we are back. And I am here talking to none other than Miss Mo Flames. Now... Here we are. This is the star of the hour. You know, she's the star, but this is really the star of the hour. Okay. So her book right there on the screen, Loving A Minor. I'm going to go ahead and read the synopsis and then Mo will go ahead and read from the book. Jamin Love. The mastermind behind R&B group Love and Minor Keys was devastated when he tragically lost his cousin, the group's lead vocalist. He struggled with accepting that someone else would take her place. Jamin, Jamin knew no one could ever fill his beloved cousin's shoes. However, out of his control, the record label Black Beats Entertainment chose Shayla Starr as the new lead singer. Jamin bitterly resisted the change, preferring things to stay as they were. Yet, upon meeting Shayla, his world was turned upside down by her undeniable talent and spunk, which captured his attention. Reserved at first, Jamin, Jamin was pulled in by her magnetic presence. Could this grumpy... <laughs> and if you're ready, you know why you laughed at grumpy. But could this grumpy mastermind resist her alarm melody? Or will he fall flat? All right, Mo, go ahead and give us some of love in A minor. Welcome back to Barla Business. I'm your host, Lala. And I'm your lovely co-host, Cisco. Lala flashed a smile his way before turning her attention to the camera. If you're just tuning in, you've joined you've joined us just in time. Before the commercial break, we were just getting ready to serve up some piping hot tea. Today's special guest used to be signed under the Black Beast Entertainment label and sang with the popular band we all know and love. Baller babes, please put your hands together and welcome to Baller Business, Brandy Green, former lead vocalist of Love and Minor Keys. While the audience applauded, Lala and Cisco stood from their armchairs to greet the brown-skinned woman in the form-fitting red suit, pantsuit, crossing the st studio stage. Lala proffered her hand first. 
After shaking Lala's hand, Brandy shook Cisco's. They waited for Brandy to be seated in the armchair on the opposite side of theirs before they sat down. Once sitting, Lala extended another greeting. Welcome, Brandy. She smiled and tipped her head in their direction. Thank you, Lala and Cisco, for having me. Lala responded cheerfully. You're welcome. And thank you for agreeing to come on the show. Well, let's get right to it. Tell us exactly what happened. Why aren't you with LMK anymore? Two words, Jamin Love. Lala leaned forward and inquired in a coaxing tone. Please tell us more. What about Jamin Love? The man's a total, oh, Lala held up her hand. Hold on now. We try to keep it classy and clean around here at Baller Business. Hmm. Okay. Simply put then, he's rude, condescending, and acts like a dictator. The man's attitude stinks like hot garbage. He was always grumpy. I'm talking rude, obnoxious, and overbearing for no reason just because. It made working with him impossible. Was he like this every day? Every single day? Lala urged. Brandy mm -hmm. nodded. Yes, pretty much. And he didn't let up. Was it like this with everyone else in the band? Cisco interjected. Everybody else was cool. It was all him. He criticizes everything and goes overboard being a perfectionist. You can never do right by Jamin. He compared you to his cousin. I mean, I get it. Kemi was great. The girl could sing. We all know this. But how can you show him what you've got when he's already shooting you down, comparing your skills to hers? And forget about having a say on anything, because what he says goes. No one questions him. Overall, it was a toxic environment. I just couldn't take it anymore. Cisco Tisk. With Brandy leaving, how many lead singers does this make that LMK has gone through? Can anybody keep up? Lala Cole Force mm -hmm. Let's see. I think she's the fourth singer they've had in the last year since Cammy's untimely passing. And since Brandy's not the first to say he wasn't able to work with Jamin, it's obvious what's going on here. Cisco agreed with the head bob. Yes, Lala, it's pretty clear that Cammy's death is still affecting him. I believe in taking a break, which they did. But personally, I don't think Jamin's given it enough time. If anybody in that crew needed more time off, it's it's it was him. She was family to him. Grieving is a process and time is needed to go through each stage until you've accepted or rather learned to cope with the loss. However, I also know because of their contractual obligations with Black Beats, they had to get back out there. So I can't imagine how hard it is for Jamin to have to replace his cousin with a, with a complete stranger. Neither. But he's wasting Black Beats money with this revolving door. Jamin can't keep this up and expect Derek to be okay with it. I doubt he is. Your friend is about making money. And at some point, he'll make an executive decision and Jamin will have to accept it. Cisco said, waving a dismissive hand. Brandy mm. retorted, doesn't mean Jamin will ch change that funky attitude and that person will be able to have to deal with it. The problem is keeping the artist he works with. Cisco exchanged a wide-eyed glance in Lala's direction. He picked up his cup of tea and leaned back, his eyes ping-pong from Brandy to Lala before taking a sip. Lala smirked. Good point. And let's not forget that LMK was at the top of the charts prior to Cammy's death. For a couple of years, they were hitting in every hitting it big in every category. I believe they were on their way to winning a Grammy. No, I retract that. I know they would have taken home a few had this tragedy not happened. It's so unfortunate Jamin is unable to work with others. 
Cisco sat up and returned the table in between them. He popped his lip. I'm going to say this. They're <laughs> going to need to bring in a powerhouse voice. And that person must be able to deal with Jamie Love for this band to get back to that level. Because if they don't, I'm not sure what the future will be for LMK. Lala shrugged, speaking candidly. If Jamie keeps this up, there might not be a future for LMK. One more thing. Fuck. Jamin Bello. He heard enough. Brandy had been a liability. She wasn't notably a talented singer to begin with. Of course, he was a perfectionist. He had to be. What would it what would it look like to have a singer in place of his cousin? He wasn't going to let Brandy or any of those subpar singer ruin LMK's brand. Jamie didn't care what Lala or Cisco said. They didn't know what they were talking about. His band didn't need a lead singer to stay at the top of the charts. He hit the power button on the remote and threw it on the other side of the couch. Mm -mm, Jamin, stop moving so much. His attention was snapped back into the room by an aggressive tug on his dick. Jamin lowered his gaze to the woman kneeling between his thighs. Jamin lowered his gaze between his thighs. He, she swiped away the saliva trailing from his dick to her mouth. She noticed he still had a firm grip, grip on her swollen, his swollen shaft. I'm going to stop there because, of course, she'll probably want to stop at that last part. <laughs> I realize I don't read all that other stuff, but yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, because it got little, it got a little nasty. Probably, a lot nasty, probably a lot nasty. It said for LMK, that last yes. part probably start where it said, if Jamie keeps it up, there might not be a future for LMK. That was a good one. Yes, I definitely love the way you started out with them two messy, messy, messy hens. Both of them, Cisco and Lala, because they was messy in the One Ain't Enough series, and here they back again, being messy. Yes. <sighs> now, let's get into these questions. But first, you have what is called a what's going on? Oh, I have a giveaway. I'm glad you asked. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, if you are on my VIP insiders list, you got an email on Sunday morning talking about this show tonight. So you should be listening into these questions. And when you see the post go up, which you'll see the post go up. And you should be commenting on that post because guess what? You have an opportunity to win. A love and A minor gift box. Ooh. And in there, they already know what's in the gift box. They already know what's in the gift box. So I'm not even going to say it on here. They got it. And you guys who are listening, when you see it, because I'm going to post it and you hearing it, don't worry. You'll be joining these mailing lists and you'll be trying to get your box too. Yes, you will. So yeah, that's the giveaway. They have to listen to the questions. And they just have to listen to the question. And the one we say, that's the giveaway. They just have to comment below. All righty. So let's get into these questions. Okay. So my first question is, why did Dirk sign a TikTok star instead of finding another singer? Okay. If you were a reader of the uh, Enough series, one of the first things we said about Derek is that he recognizes talent. He was right. known to pick people who he just knew they had talent. It's just something in him. I love music. One thing about me, my dad is a drummer. And I felt like there was something in Derek that I would throw my dad, part of him, like my dad just had a, a knack for hearing great music. And so right. Derek heard and said, no, that's who's going to be the lead singer because I know she's it. 
he picked other people, but once he heard Shayla, there was something about her. And the fact that she had that sound, he said, no, that girl's going to do it and she's going to be it. It was just Jamin with the previous other people kicking them out and not being able to handle. <laughs> yeah. So that goes into my second question. Was he not a fan of Shayla because of his cousin or was it something else? Definitely because of his cousin. One of the things it's his loyalty to his cousin and feeling like no one can replace her. Um, I think one of the things that I felt as I was writing his character and I kept fighting with him, is like, okay, you know that you are not the lead singer. You are the band's leader and you play piano well. Yes, you have a great voice. All of you have great voices, but you're not the lead singer and you're not a woman and your, your voice is great, but you're still not this woman. Or even if it was a male and he could, could have been the lead singer. I think we knew there was going to be a woman leading the band or being the lead, the lead vocalist. You're not right. it, Jamin. You can't be that. And seeing someone take her place solidified Cammy being gone. And he still hadn't dealt with Cammy being gone. He was still hadn't let it go, if you will. Not say let go, right. but address, I miss my cousin. I miss her. And I know this band has to go on and we're going to go on. But I have to be okay with us going on without her. And that hadn't been addressed yet. And so that was the thing. He wasn't and, ready to do But that. you did put that in the book because there was a point in the book that he spoke on that. Yes. So I did when and I'm glad that you put that in there because it was like you was you was a piece of shit, like from the beginning. And then you you know you turned that around, but like you still kind of had those feelings. And then I like the fact that you addressed it in the book. And I don't I don't want to say it was a piece of I, and I fought this because I was like, I've, I had never written a grumpy sunshine guy or either uh, enemies to lovers. And this was new to me because, you know, it was friends to lovers for everybody else. It's like, oh, if you like, right. you like the person right away. So it was like, he just was guarded. It was like, I lost. Very guarded. Friend. You know, I lost my best friend. And then we know with Kells, like we knew Kells also was a part of that, that there's this woman that he hadn't got, that he was <laughs> over, but she also, you know, contributed to his ideal. If it's a woman, she probably playing or she's about something that she shouldn't be. You know, she might play games with me or but Shayla was totally different. Like she came in totally different from everybody else. And he knew he knew he right. from the door. And it was like, I should not be feeling this. I can't feel this. So he was fighting it tooth and nail. He was way to fight. He was jerk that he could be because he's already i think he already has his personality of being kind of a like they said you're already grumpy anyway you don't get up early you don't like to be up early but i think it was in, it was even 10 times greater losing cammy and then the girl doing him dirty so he had a couple of things adding to that that is true now you said this earlier that Everybody in the band can sing and they was talented. And I love that we got to see the fact that he was talented. He wasn't just someone who can write, you know, play a piano and sing back up. Like the man could sing. He wrote songs like he just was a talented musician. Yeah. Has he did he like ever was there like a, ever a time he said in your head, let me go solo. I'm going solo. No, because when he met his best friend, Jace. <laughs> It was like, that was, nah, we gonna have a band. And then when they met right. their friends, it was like, nah, band. It was like, we gonna be, and it was just, they have this camaraderie that's just, I love it. I love like, their I friendship. 
I love, I the, love friendship. the friendship. And I think yeah. I saw that between our two friends that were at Black Coffee. And they talked yes. about their And then I think you saw that between the owners that own Black Coffee. So I told oh, you I was them men were, yes, so All of that for that. Right. So I, that was kind of why I kept it that way. I, there was no. And I love that because, you know, like you said, when most people get into a group, they, you know, people get too big headed. Like you said, each one of them were talented. Each one of them could have went on their own and became solo artists and still did good. But that's not their, that wasn't their goal. Their goal was to be together as a band. And I love to see that because we have read some books where they, people start out as a band and somebody leave and go solo. But I love that you kept them together as a band. Now let's talk about Miss Shayla. Yes. Okay, so there were kind of like toward, you know, once Shayla got comfortable with the group and started performing, um, it was one of their biggest performances and she had stage fright. Yeah. So how did that happen? Well, it wasn't exactly stage fright. It wasn't exactly okay. Um, Shayla had, and this is actually one of the questions. This is the giveaway. Okay. It was not stage fright. There was something that happened in New York uh, about four years prior. And that was something where she was actually, she had an opportunity to be a solo star. She would have never mm -hmm. love and minor had she gotten this opportunity. Imagine if it was like, um, uh, what is the one of the shows? Think of a, what are the, um, America's Got Talent. America's top, yeah. America's Got Talent, America's Top Idol live. And you have to sing. And she chose Whitney. And we know Whitney when she hit that. And I. Yep. And she went to hit that. And I. And had a break. And most singers are taught. You keep going. And she. Right. But Shayla froze. And Shayla froze in such a way that she couldn't recover. And she took off. She she took off. She I'm talking about the middle of a live audience, live on television, took off, mm -hmm. ran in the back. Now she did not have social media. Social media wasn't on her radar at the time, and that's why technically no one knew her when she came back as Shayla Star. She was right. Childs at the time. This unknown wanting to get on and get big, and that's what happened. And so it brought on anxiety. So when they were there to do it again in a bigger audience, she saw someone from her past that brought oh. back that anxiety. So that's what mm -hmm. that was the fear. I mean, it's almost like some, it was a trigger. And it was like, am I going to do this again? And it didn't even have right. her voice cracked. It was just, am I going to blow this? Like, I'm with a, a Grammy nominated or these people have won iHeartRadio, MTV Awards, BET Awards. I'm still a nobody. I'm a backup singer. I'm getting ready to sing with them. I'm going to F this up. Mm -hmm. So she just went on a spiral, if you will. So it really wasn't stage fright. It was, it was pre, it was pre-stage fright. She hadn't even got on the, she hadn't even got on the stage yet. She hadn't even got on the stage yet. Stage but like yet. you said, with the, because it had to do with the little messy broad and a little messy man, you and know, <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. And I love the fact that she didn't run, run. She ran, but she didn't run far. Right. And I love that. She was going to. Oh, yeah. She was going to. But, but she, she got stopped. Yeah. She she was thinking it. She was thinking it. 
I loved it. I loved it. So now we're at the part where Jamin and Shayla are together. They're so stinky in love. They're so cute. You know, they just was always doing things together. They went to practice together. They went home together. They just were together. And I loved it because, like I said, I do like enemies to lovers stories. Um, and they definitely were enemies because, you know, they each had nicknames for each other. Oh. And, they, and it was hilarious. And they just kind of went back and forth until she got tired of it and stood up. And then, you know, it made him change his um, aspect. But do you think once they got together that it would ever at any point that it would cause a problem in the band? No. And he actually told her that. He told her, my friends will support this. Like they, if, if I think if the friends didn't like her, might have been a difference. Like if there was anything, right. if she was anything different than that ball of fire that she brought in the sunshine that he was missing, it would have been different. If Shayla was not cool with Jace, if she wasn't cool with Daria, if she didn't, if, if she didn't click with Daria, I think it would have been an issue. She clicked with Daria. She clicked with Jace. I clicked loved with her and Daria and Lenny's relationship. Yeah. yeah. If she didn't I definitely them, loved it. Yeah. yeah. I think it would have been different if she didn't click. I think it's hard when you bring someone new in, because it is, it's a band. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you just said, bands don't stay together. I mean, I I joke about it, but I love Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I felt like, hey, they're still together. And or you know, right? It, it's several bands we because I, I, when I was doing the research for this, and and it was something that I did write in the book. We don't see bands anymore. Bands don't nope. exist. We do collaborations. We see way more collaborations than anything else. One is cheaper for a lot for a lot of these labels to keep you know solo artists and just do collaborations. Um, yeah are around but they are very far and few in between and those that are our bands typically it, this isn't what you see and i just but i love bands and I, I love live bands and i felt like this was the old to music for me and i felt I like loved this needed to be a strong knit and they are a strong knit band and so shayla came in and she she literally was cammy times 10 too i thought she was cammy reincarnated if you will, because they even told like, man, she's and that he didn't want to hear that from his friends. Like, hey, man, she's you got to give it to her. She's even better than Kim. He said, what'd you say about my cousin? He's even better. Yep. When they said that, I remember that. So he's yeah. ready by his friends, you know, over this because he does. He loves his cousin. But it was like you're ignoring the fact that, you know, this girl is good, too. And, you know, she's bringing a, a energy to us that no one's going to deny, that no one's going to be able to ignore that this girl is bringing to our band. And it's that part that just makes us that much better. And, and that's that is so like, true. Yeah, she couldn't be anything less than what she was, which was that. And the girl who's the inspo, whenever time I see her her page on Instagram, she is a ball of fire. She's freaking hilarious. She really <laughs> is. And like, she I can blow. She can sing. You saw what she was doing that. La, 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 la. Yes. Girl, you better sing, Shayla. <laughs> so yeah, she can definitely sing. Now, we talked about Jamie, Jamin. We talked about Shayla. <laughs> we cannot have this interview and talk about this book without talking about Lenny and Jace. So Lenny is Shayla's cousin, but she also work at Black Beats. And Jace is in the band, and he's also Jamin's best friend. Yes. And Lenny and Jace be Lenny and Jason. Baby Lenny and Jason. Baby Lenny, yeah. Baby Lenny and Jason. So, what's up with them? 
what's not up with those two? I mean, they that is true. What is not? I, that's part of the question denial. I should ask. What's not up with them? Yeah, they're in denial is what they are. They are so in. Well, they are. They're both in denial until the end, and only one. That's what I was about to say till the end, and only one of them are in denial, and that's what we will find out in their book uh, soon. <laughs> their book is coming yeah. soon. Love and B minor. Um, because Jace was community peeing, like he shouldn't be thinking about relationships. He he has been he's been blessing every city, every he got codes, <laughs> he got codes, he got he he looter, he got holes in different area codes. Well, listen, I got you. And listen, Lenny be getting flued out. Lenny be getting mm-hmm. out. So you know, she do, she <laughs> so do. They both are have been enjoying the single life, not thinking about getting tied down to anything but they have enjoyed what they what they found with each other and technically if you call they're in a relationship and not a situationship they're in they in a relationship they was in a situation they were in a situation and then yeah and and neither one of them quite knew that i would say neither one of them addressed that when it switched over to a relationship because it yeah it's moved there and neither like she done cut off all the peen and he done cut off all the JJs and mm-hmm. and even you would have to have read the bonus scene to know this but it's it's like he knows it jace knows it and even though his best friend is saying hey man stop don't you rock this boat and get your feelings hurt if she don't do it y'all good you said everything was good and, and you don't want to change it why, why are you trying to change something now so. And that leads to my next question, because I felt like at the beginning of the book, <clears throat> I felt Lenny feelings like she was already in love with Jace. Hmm. Like, that's how I felt. And I felt like I wasn't too sure Jace feelings until we got towards the end. But how does he really feel about her? Man, Jace is gone. <laughs> Jace is the one that has the feelings. Lenny is good. Lenny, Lenny's story is going to be a shocker. It, it Lenny's story is going to be a shocker. I mean, you kind of um, if you read the bonus scene, you kind of see what she does to him, and it 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 gives you the bird's eye view into how she behaves. And if you don't read bonus scenes, that's fine. It's the snippet, but it's 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 basically leaving him and not giving him the opportunity to, to see that is this going to go anywhere and she has a history like everybody you have a history in your history everybody does right plus love love is for like she told her sister love is for you and Jamin and everybody who write these love songs write your love song boo i'm not here for the love that's what she told her that for when when she gave her that um Ben and Jerry's and they had that and she said oh i'm going to go get this pin that this community pin you talking about and she yep. said, you can do it. She said, I don't see how you could do this and sit here and get your heart hurt. I done told you this is not for me. It's and not I, and love ain't for everybody. Like you said, especially if you've been in it and it's done, it has put you through the ringer. After a while, you're like, forget love. I'ma just do me and do what I want to do. Now you said the bonus scene for people who haven't read the bonus scene, where can they find the bonus scene? They can find the bonus scene when they read the book and click at, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you get the paperback, it's a little you can type it in. It's, it's short. That's why I use Bentley. It's a little short link. Either type it in. Right. I ain't giving it away. Look, I don't I don't normally put I, I feel like this. 
it gives people that little bit to wait for. I'm not making nobody wait for long. These stories are going to pop out this year. I already have them on schedule. They're not, I'm not keeping nobody long because they're standalones. These are not leaving anybody. Mm -hmm. and none of these are cliffhangers. Um, I don't plan on doing any cliffhangers. I mean, I, I ain't going to front though. I did do a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end of the year, but <laughs> I did kind of do that. But those you aren't, these aren't cliffhangers. I did. I did. It wasn't kind of. It wasn't kind of. Okay. You did. You did. Mm -hmm. It was. It, you felt like it was a cliffhanger. It was a cliffhanger. It didn't feel like a cliffhanger to me. To me, no. That story ended. It, it, it ended. did. That story it just, did end. Okay, so the story we're talking about, you guys, is reckless desire. It did end, but then she gave you some more stuff at the end. I had to stop reading it because I'm like, nah, you're not gonna have me sitting here waiting for um a month of Sundays to get the rest of it. So I had to stop. But it was good of what I read. But yes, reckless desires, it did not end on a cliffhanger. And it you can kind of say it did because we already know hard-headed niggas don't listen. Scorned yeah, men yeah, they don't. always want to get back on you. So yeah, you, you know something else is going to probably pop off. Something else is probably yeah. going to pop. Off. And, and then and then and then there's the holiday bliss book that I, it's an anthology. I have Christmas with the Carters. We mm -hmm. get Derek and Desiree. Derek, who's over the band here, Black Beast and Love and A Minor. Um, yeah, there. It's not a cliffhanger, but I I introduce I introduce something and. Yeah, introduce new and and it leaves you like, wait, what? So I y'all know I'm mayhem. So that's that's what happened. Mayhem mode. That's that mayhem coming. But can I say this now? I've read three. You know, I read three different books from you. I've read more than three. I've read everything that you've written. I do have to finish. I do got to get to Holiday Bliss, and I have to finish MJ and Tanya's story. But what I can say is, I you know, to me, you're a multi dimensional author because with the one enough series that was some messy that was the messiest stuff i've ever read in my life like it was like you were just like oh let me just go ahead and cause chaos and cake let it be chaotic and let me just be messy to you know to the biggest power out there in the world you know and all this stuff is happening into in atlanta so of course you know people probably thinking like is this true so now we got to go up the north side and see if it's a jamal up there and then we get reckless desire. So love and hip hop. That's what goes on here. That's that. That is true. That is true. And then we get reckless desire. We get to tap into the BDSM world. Mm -hmm. But you shocked me with that story with the chest. Like mm. I, that is something that you know I'm always learning something new, and that's something that I want to learn how to play is chess. Like if I see anybody playing chess. I'm like sitting there, like just trying to figure it out and I can't, but that is something I want to learn. I had a friend, a male friend that he was going to teach me and then he never did. So that's something I want to learn. So I loved how you kind of connected the chess and the BDSM together. Mm -hmm. And then we have the love of A minor. So we got to see the mayhem mo. You know, I've seen the mayhem mo. And then I've seen the, what is it, misogynic? You know, you was a little, you know, with the, handcuffs the ex bed you know all that stuff BDSM so we got to see the se the sexual mode and then here we get to see the oh i'm so in love because i'm gonna tell y'all jamie and shayla were sickening if i was in that book i'd be like all right y'all that's like enough yeah the way he i would not be in my soft girl era with them so i'm like all right all right he couldn't get enough of her lips. He her lips. He really could. Yes. And he said that. And that's what I'm saying. Like 
three different, you know, I got to see you differently and I loved it. And I was telling on time that I said, you know, she each book gave a different feel to me. It was like a different side of you. And I loved to see that from you. And I felt like, cause here's the thing. Shouldn't your characters, shouldn't the characters feel different? And I mean, that is true. And I felt like, and the fact that I had wrote, I needed to clean, clean my own palette. Right. <laughs> and the reason why is because I had just wrote the first draft of Troy's redemption. And that had some trouble. Right. And I needed a minute. I needed a minute to clear my whole brain from some of the things I went to research in for him. And I felt like, okay, I need something. And they were, they came, they were already in my head anyway. That story came to me before I had even finished, you know, the enough series. I was writing sprints when I wrote Love and A Minor. I had sprints while I was doing sprints with uh, some of the pieces of Love and A Minor. Jamin came to me. His name wasn't even Wayne, wasn't Jamin. Remember, I had named him Jamin yep. after I met the owner of Love and A Minor. It uh, sure did. Like coffee, I met. So I, I really feel like, for me, Love A Minor just became, or the Love and Minor series became part of what I need each time I write some of these chaotic stories because these chaotic stories are going to keep happening. That I, right. I had another book blogger say, hey, you've become the romance suspense chaos queen. Like she said, that's just what you're going to be. And I said, I feel like it because I don't think I can write any more of these stories without, because now these are all interconnected. Everybody, I named the families. Yeah. War. There's a battle going on in Atlanta. There is actually families. There's a family, arrival families now because of what happened. Mm. So I I cannot write this character without knowing somebody has plotted something against them. Right. Write this character without bringing the chaos because of something happened. But when I write the Love and Minor series, it's kind of like, okay, a Love and Minor book, here's your palate cleanser. You get that palate cleanser because more than likely we're going to have some songs, going to sing, it's going to be a concert, da, 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 and then you get another book. <laughs> you come back. That is true. So that's that's kind of how I felt this year, kind of going because of all the things that's happening and the way I'm, the way the order, the pecking order of all things go, and then, you know, just the way the characters. I, are. I, I like I said, I love it just getting to see. I mean, you know, I get to talk to you personally. You know, me and Mo don't know how to call each other and say, oh, we need like 10 minutes. Out 10 minutes be two hours. Yes, because two two hours and me telling her the different characters I'm thinking about and giving her yes. what I think I might do. And sometimes I, I sat and plotted and thought about the rival and, and it was in reckless desire. It, what was said in reckless desire, which made, yeah, what comes it's about to get crazy. I, that's what I'm saying. I that's why I feel like no, it's it's some underlying issues coming in, and you know, just from that story right there. Now I can't. I have one more question about the book, and because I, I can't leave out the other two bandmates. Yes. Now that's Daria and Zane, and I, you know, I wanted to know like. I, I just feel like there's something going on with them. This is just me. I don't know if any other readers feel this way, but I feel like they have like this secret, secret relationship. Oh, I bet you wish they did or you thought, but you are so way off base. Ooh, okay, yeah. so that's, I'm shocked that I'm way off base with that. But I like, cause they, you know, they quiet, you know, yeah. you know, they don't, they say things, but they don't say too much. But I was like, confuse the readers because I really, Lenny and Jace were louder because again, that's, Shayla's cousin, cousin, and yeah, and his best friend. You know, even though Zane is his one of his good friends too. Yeah, of course they're okay. Yeah. They're all best friends, but of course, yeah, 
best friend, best friend is Jace first, and then comes Aria because they're all together. They're friends all the way up from you know junior high. But um, no, it's gonna be quite the treat for everyone. I'm not gonna let the cow to bag until Lenny's story. When it is Lenny's story, you will see what happens. I mean, and I'm gonna tell you guys now that's listening. I don't know if you peeped in loving a minor who Zane is related to, but I'm not gonna tell you. Go go read. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell you either, but yeah, I wonder if you peeped it because it was like a real little subtle thing, but you have got to so to get the answer, you have got to have read the one if one ain't the one is a one enough series. The enough series or the enough series. The enough series. Yep, because you had to read it so you can definitely figure out who yeah. he's related to. And and the yes. thing is when I do this. It's literally, I don't give the person the highlight. It's just, I drop it in there. And right. that way, you know, if you hear it again or you see it again and you say, but I didn't know. Yes, you did. I, I wrote it. Because it was in there. It was, it in, was there. in there. That's that's yeah. just like at the end of one is enough and what you found out in Reckless Desire. And I got the text message talking about, I thought, I said, I never said. <laughs> I never said. I said, oh, I I said, said, oh she thinks she real slick. Real slick. Y'all, she... <laughs> At, with, with um Paris Big P said she out here playing the people face. She was playing people face in Reckless Desire. Playing mm-hmm. played all because I'm like you know Joey. Who, who the it's Joey? Joey, Joey. I said, oh, oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So everybody you got, got to read. Everybody got nicknames. Everybody got mm-hmm. all them. What name you got to read? Reckless <laughs> Desire. <laughs> to find out what we're talking about, but it's gonna mess you up. I it's was like, okay, she she out here. I said, oh, she thinks she's slick. Cause and, and this funny thing about it, you had to read the enough series. So I'm telling you, any let me just put it out here. If you gonna follow Mo Flames and you gonna read anything my, by Mo Flames, the only series that you the series that you have to start with and understand anything in my world would be the enough series because everything will be the enough series. Yep. But after the enough series. The books are standalone, but they tie into the enough series. So anything you find out, you're like, but wait, where did that come from? You're gonna end up having gonna to go, go back to the enough because so, I literally went back to look to see if they he said his whole name in that book. And I was like, Did he say the whole? I don't even think he did. So when he said it, I said, This damn last day. The brother said it though. When the brother said yep, it, the brother said it, and that's when it clicked. Cause I'm like, he has to, because I was like. I remember him saying he he only had two brothers. And then when in Reckless Desire, he was like, it's three of us. I was so, when I say I was confused, I was confused. Was- like you did so good with that. It was crazy. So my last question is, what's your favorite or a memorable part of Love and A-Mire? Oh, gosh. That, oh, that's a good question. I, my favorite part was the engagement. Him asking her, to, do you know I was driving? What's up, Freddie Guacamole? Guacamole Freddie. Yes, I was going to an event that he invited me to. Mm-hmm. And you know, okay, if you don't know me, one of my quirks when I'm writing is if I, once I start a playlist for every book, because I have a playlist for every book. 
I listen to the playlist until the book is completed, meaning that mm -hmm. playlist rotates. That means as I'm playing the playlist, I'm seeing the scenes that I've written over and over again. As I'm writing them, while I'm writing them, I'm playing the scenes over and over again. And I hadn't finished the book. It was the last scene of the book. And actually, it was the epilogue. And I was talking to friends. I was like, oh, you know, you have to you have to do it. I mean, they're so in love. You know, it's going to have to be a an engagement you know you have to ask her to marry i'm like oh really yeah, definitely because i probably would have been like uh hello <laughs> right <laughs> so i'm on my way and all of a sudden prince comes on the door and i'm like oh. i love that song there it is and 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 if you read the book you know he shares the same date as roger nelson mm -hmm. okay, you know that and there it is. I mean, the rest is, and so you know, they had to do a cover for that song. So that was that was just in my head the whole I, time, and that's what. It was. When I say I love that part, I love that part. I would have loved to hear like a cover of that from them. Like I'm not even gonna lie. I thought that was I, to me that is my most favorable, my favorite part of the book when they did the cover to that. Mm -hmm. I love yeah, that when part. You, came, you, say, you you didn't want to talk to me, girl. <laughs> Right, I love that. Yes, I love it. I was like, great. So yeah, that that if any part of the book stuck with me, it was like, yeah, when he asked her, man, she just stared there like, and she was like, yeah, he said, I didn't even ask you. Wait a minute. She already knew it was going to happen. She knew what them. She knew what them lips did. She knew. Listen, there was so many things to play on her lips and what she said when Jimmy popped up. <laughs> when she named Jimmy, and then and, that was say that was my favorite part. But the other part was at the end because you know you know Mariah Carey's her favorite singer. Yes, and she was at the door and he started doing the song um, from Rush Hour, and and Lenny heard it. Not Lenny, but Jason. That was the funniest <laughs> thing ever, ever to try to get her to open the door. Right, and Jace hears it. Jace said, "Hold up." That's from the movie, and that's all. And he was like, "He was like, who is Jimmy?" Man, shut the fuck up! Will you help me sing? Because he's like, "Sing, just help me sing." Yes. Oh, like, dang. So it was just funny seeing. Just in my head, I just kept seeing just Jace every time saying something off the wall to him. So it was, it was fun. I need, like I said, I needed a palate cleanser, and this crew gave that to me they were funny they definitely did they definitely did i enjoyed it i definitely enjoyed it and i just feel like if you guys have not read love and a minor like pick it up you will fall in love um and i mean i know this book is about jamin and shayla i love them but lenny and jace like <laughs> they took over they were my favorite. Like I loved them. I love the fact that we got to see Dirk and Desert um Desi. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like it was just so many things in this book, and like I said, it just was a different feel for me for you, for, you know, from you. And I did put that in my review that it was just a different feel, and I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. So you know, the time has come for us to end because you know we can sit here and talk about books all day long, but. I want you to take the chance to, you know, give the audience anything that's going on with you. Give them your social medias, where they can find you, all of that information. Yes. So, like she said, I'm uh, <laughs> social media first. I'm everywhere. Mo Flames underscore author on Instagram, TikTok, clock app, however you want to call it. On Facebook, Mo Flames. Um, I have a group. I cut up in my group. 
<laughs> you want she do. It's called Mo. That cookie cutter that you sent. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what they did wrong. They hey. They hooked us something up went terribly it. wrong. Like it I said, something went terribly wrong. It was a treat. It was a treat, though. <laughs> it was yeah, it was. It was a treat. Yes. Join us in Mo's Corner. We have a good time. Um, people have chosen, they got to choose Dominique in um Reckless Desire. They chose her name. Um, I allow you know, bring you guys in to help me choose these characters. I share that with my group usually first. Um Get on the VIP insiders list. That is my mailing list. Um, I share with you all the things that's going on in my world behind the scenes, where I'm going to be. You get sneak peeks behind the scenes as far or sneak peeks on the books that are coming out, covers or anything that I'm writing. You get it first. And again, you get to talk to me. Um, you get to tell me, hey, I don't like your book, Mo. Don't do this. <laughs> or, hey, hey, Mo, write this. I, I don't mind. I want you. You're in my community. Come join right. me. Right. So you can do that. Follow me. I have a link tree on my Instagram bio uh, on my bio. So click that. All those links are there. You can follow me. My first event. I'll tell you about it. It is here in Atlanta. It's the romance, uh, romance readers, uh, romance authors, writers event. So it's called RAR. R-A-W-R. That's the yep, first event. I know it's come out. Yep, February 24th. Um, that's my first event of the year. Come see me if you're in the area. Um, one more thing I want to tell you guys before I forget. Oh, like I said, Reckless Desire just came out. Holiday Bliss just came out. Right now, when you hear this, Love A Minor is on sale for 99 cents. Go get it if you have not 99 cents. Story. Get into it. It's all the feels. It's a, it's the enemies to lovers, but it's all the feels. Get into it. Um, and that's it. You know, um, I'm here. I, I'm here for you guys. Email me. Hang out with me. Um, and that's it. Thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you, Untamed. I love Caught Up Podcast, the chit chat with my crew. And um, I mean that. If you ever need a guest host, you know, holla at your girl. I'ma tell her she gonna hear it too, because you know, she about you know, her life be life and I, yeah. I don't have a life. You know, if I'm not reading, I'm sitting in my chair looking at TV, thinking of some stuff crazy to write in a book. That's what okay. I'm doing. Exactly. Yes. Because, yeah, I have some things I definitely need to jot down when we're done. Definitely jot down. But um, I want to say you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook at Books and Soul One on Instagram and on Facebook. My Facebook page is Books and Soul. All right. And this January, our January reads, we will be on um, our next interview will be Miss Tierra Cox. Kind of excited about that. She's been um, on the show before. And, you know, you guys, if you listen to Writer Wednesday, I never know exactly when people are coming. It's bad. And I should have had my tablet ready so I can tell you exactly. But just go on to the Get Caught Up podcast, IG page, or my page, and you'll see the calendar for the month. Um, we will also have um miss untamed where we would discuss the view one and two because we're finally getting the view three up out of her and i'm so glad we are because the view one took me through it view two i'm mm -hmm. like uh-uh what you're not gonna do is do all that and you saw what she said about view three okay mm -hmm. so if you would like to have a commercial you can check you know slide into Actually, we have our own email address now, the Get Caught Up Podcast at gmail.com. You can do that. Or you can also go into our website, which is the Get Caught Up Podcast 
at C-A-R-R-D.co. Yay. Um, and then you can check us out on Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. Look at that. We out here in these streets. I'm excited. Definitely excited. But Mo, I just want to say thank you for gracing your presence with us again. And I'm glad we got to talk about loving a minor because you know me. I'm a type of person. If I have questions, I'm a sliding your DM, but I got your number, so I'll be calling you. <laughs> Please do. I'm Please like, do. nah, uh-uh. Because you be getting me sometimes. I'll be like, wait a minute. I don't nah, mm-hmm, be having to call her. So the find out what's really going on. But like I said, just check us out the rest of the month. And again, I thank you so, so much for coming. This was great. We got a lot. We talked about a lot. Definitely yeah. talked about a lot. And this was enjoyable. Untamed, we definitely did miss you, as we always do when you're not here. But we understand the weather was weathering. Um, it is raining real bad up here. I actually, I went to a funeral today and had to be out in the rain. And that was a bummer. Yeah, it definitely was. But I was excited because I got to see my family. I haven't seen them in a while since I've, you know, moved from this area and then moving back. I got to see them. So that was pretty good. But I want to say thank you guys for always listening, for joining us, for supporting us. And if you don't do anything else, get caught up. Yes. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I got conscious soul on my true collective ball Famous also famous number one desirable I do what I want when I want and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air That's how I roll I got conscious soul on my true collective ball Famous also famous number one desirable I do what I want when I want and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air That's how I roll Yeah, top of the world. Yeah.